Hi. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this, this is One Kiss Means Forever. Uh, this is our podcast in which we discuss what is great and what is not so great about made-for-TV romances, uh, specifically the ones brought to us by Hallmark, Netflix, Lifetime, and the like. And we want to take this opportunity on this, our very, very, very first, sort of, not even first, maybe like 0.5 podcast. <laughs> intro. Uh, intro. Uh, to introduce ourselves and talk about what you should expect to hear on this podcast and kind of what we're doing with it. Yeah. So that when we actually do the podcast, we don't have to sit here and explain everything we are doing and why. <laughs> this is true. And we also wanted to make sure that we keep our podcast a little on the, sh- the brief side. So we didn't, so we won't have to like rehash everything each time. And yeah, for sure. We, we would like to kind of get you in and out and half an hour-ish and is the on, goal. Yeah. And get yourself back onto my favorite murder stuff you should know. <laughs> so. Or any of the one gazillion other podcasts you might listen to because we we know that life very well. We live that life too. <laughs> I haven't quite gotten to the point where I do it on like double speed like I know some people do. I am um, I, pretty consistently at 1.5. Um, so... Hannah and I started our um, this this thing, One Kiss Means Forever, as a Twitter feed um, this past holiday season, uh, which in Hallmark time means for the last six months. Um, <laughs> Is it? Oh my god, it's it's October, close to November, that. December, January, February. Yeah, so that's been five months. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it's uh, oh god. So hey, <sighs> Hannah, go yay, us. yay for sticking with something for this long. True. <laughs> It's so true. Um, so so we started the Twitter account just because, like, Hannah and I would be watching these movies anyway, and we'd be making these really fun comments and cracking ourselves up. Um, so we started the Twitter account, and then throughout the evolution of that, Hannah and I were like, well, we listen to podcasts. Wouldn't it be fun if this passion of ours was translated into the audio medium? So um, exactly, we're going to give it a try. And yeah, and we hope you like it, and we hope you – let us know like what parts you are enjoying and you know if you really don't like something you know as long as you're nice about it we want to hear that too with you know my delete button and therapy i can probably get rid of your negative comments anyway <laughs> in some fashion um anyway so um we're going to start off with just like saying what how we in general feel about Hallmark movies and romance in general um yes. um so i feel like my it's a genre was through books rather than movies. I am a big, big trashy romance reader. Mm, I will admit it. I have no problem saying that. I feel like I'm I'm not quite at the, like, Hallmark level of books. (laughs) Um, I don't generally read those. I read the ones that are a little bit better, a little bit longer. Usually the ones that, you know, maybe don't, get written in a week and a half. Yeah. Um, usually the ones that like take a little bit of time. I have my favorite authors um, that I really enjoy reading. I also really like the ones that are like have some kind of suspense element to magical them. Magical realism. I do love mag- magical realism. Um, just a shout out to like one of my favorite authors of all time, Sarah Addison Allen, mm-hmm. just because, oh my God, just reading her just makes me 
happy. It's like that's you just I I finish a book and just am like, oh, life is the world is a wonderful place. So cozy (laughs) and so like, yeah, anyway. Um, (laughs) And I, I would actually she's more magical realism romance than like romance romance so she's a little bit on the lighter side of the romance department versus the like bodice ripper romance yeah it's like the kiss and the holding hands is everything so she's like she's like one touch means forever yeah yeah (laughs) but but, i mean some of the characters have sex in those books but it's been a minute for me yeah um you know but it's it's not the bodice rippers that you're thinking of i do enjoy the bodice rippers i also won't lie but you know, it's less of a, it's less about the bodice ripping than the emotional That's true. portion for me. It's true. I, I started watching a lot more of more of these movies, these Hallmark movies, um, at, outside of Christmas time because I am in, um, I am a grown ass woman who's going back to school part time because I never got my BFA. Um, I'm finishing my BFA and I needed something that was not remotely um uh thought provoking <laughs> to kind to kind as like a palate cleanser to have on in the background while I read you know gothic yeah. literature or um about entrepreneurship yeah and I think I started really watching these movies more when um basically the world went to like shit well, was that in a uh, 2016 yeah yeah it was it was right around then jeez what happened yeah. i have no idea you know the the chaotic terribleness of every single piece of news ever mm-hmm. um just is like the only thing i want to do is see happy people and i don't want to think about real life and that's what these are and yeah. you know as i said i had listened to a ton of podcasts i'm up on my news i i know and I just, I also need that palate cleanser. One hundred percent. And I think that is the reason why this past Christmas was probably was the most popular. Yeah. Hallmark Christmas. Oh, for sure. For like, and yeah, they just I, keep upping their game. Yeah, I don't think we're alone in this at all. I think this is a very common thread of just people wanting escapism. Yeah, whatever quality that might be to you, <laughs> if it's brilliant and lovely, or wow. People made this. People made this. Um, Adults have put their name on on this. Money has been spent. Either way, you're right. That is absolutely what it is. It is both. It is all. Yes, it um, is all. Um, but yeah, they they since Hallmark um, and Netflix has been into this, and Lifetime does it as well. Of doing new ones and re-airing old ones mm-hmm. um, all year round. Like, what, Hallmark has a new one every Saturday or something like that? Something like that. And they have, they have like... Like, year-round Saturday? Yeah. Chops and different, like, different... Like, they have Countdown to Christmas at, at uh, Christmas time right. in January. That, that is was, a loose... Christmas time starts in October, but yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before that is the autumn harvest, and then right. we had winter fest in January, and mm. now I don't know what they call for Valentine's it's, Day. It's but. Not, it might even be like countdown to Valentine's Day. It's gotcha. something like that. They definitely do summer ones, springtime, like springtime ones. ones. Um, yeah. So we're gonna- and like this past 2018 summer was the summer for Netflix. Like was the summer of love on Netflix or something like oh, really? that. Yeah, it was, and it was about like the 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 resurgence of the rom com with things like. Um, 
to all the loves the boys I've loved before and that was so good. That was really good. We'll never do that on this podcast because it was really good. Yeah, that was that was way too good for also they kissed too much. <laughs> for, yeah. for, in case in case it's unclear, we're talking about the basically these really weirdly chased ones where like they have a kiss at the end of the movie and like they and they also they never live together in any of them. They nope. get married and then they can live together. They decide theory. to be together forever before they kiss yeah. once. <laughs> so we just, that's why we are named One Kiss Means Forever yes. because that's all you need apparently. Not even. No. Just, you can fall in love without any physical contact. Mm-mm. We have learned that from these movies. <laughs> and from Disney movies. I true. think that's true. kind of a... Yeah, they, they do that in Disney movies too. Yes. True. It is you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Katie's favorite Disney movie yes. Beauty and the Beast <laughs> it's a good one um, yeah it is a good one um, so w- while we're doing this podcast um, Hannah and I have come up with a couple of fun segments that we um, we'd like to incorporate it into every episode where they apply um, and so we want to kind of go over those segments right now what they are and what to kind of expect from them when, when they appear on the episode right what they mean yeah. when we Uh, are talking about them. Uh, So the first segment, the one that will definitely always be in every episode, we're calling Hallmark Hallmarks. Yes. And these are the tropes of Hallmark, essentially. Or the tropes of these movies, because they're all the same. Correct. So it's the things that you would, that you're looking out for. Like, you've always got your interrupted kiss. You've always got your precocious child um in christmas movies it's like the mystical person that may or may not be santa claus um right um high school sweethearts coming back together or like small town girl needs to move to the big city or big city girl needs to move to the small town um there's also like the littler tropes that are just silly like the fact that None of their coffee cups ever have any weight to them. No, they're always empty. <laughs> um, or there's, or the um, their mom quoted something to them, or and they're always like, "Well, my mother always said, like, love is worth going after," and then they repeat it later, and it's some just arbitrary <laughs> string of words that is, has no eloquence to it. Yeah, um, and it's very simplistic and like, really, your mom said that, or you or know, was that a fortune cookie? <laughs> either one and my personal favorite um the hallmark hallmarks uh and i'm gonna steal the wording directly from some of my favorite people in the entire world Mm -hmm. otherwise known as the mcelroy brothers from (laughs) uh the my brother my brother and me podcast episode 435 the pasta poem (laughs) where they first introduced it's a christmas to me segment (laughs) Uh, Justin said, in these films, the one thing that's very important is deceit, <laughs> which is so true. It is they so lie true. to each other in these movies all the time. It's a thing. <laughs> like, to a point where I feel like in a real relationship, if you were lied to this much, that is a deal breaker. I feel like sometimes <laughs> with these movies, like, it, yes, like, it should be a deal breaker. However, 
if you're anything like me or some of my friends, like sometimes these movies really do inform how you go through relationships. I remember my old roommate, we were talking about Disney movies and she was talking about how Aladdin was always her Disney crush. He's like, she's like, yeah, he's kind of a bad boy. He lies. He cheats. He might be a little bit mean to me. Oh. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, maybe these things explain a lot. I mean, they do definitely feed into my single status in the, like, (laughs) I have never met anybody I like as much as these people like each other. Um, No one has ever been this nice to me. (laughs) Well, it was a surprise when I found one who was. So, cheers to him. Um, (laughs) um, So, Hallmark Hallmarks is the biggest one. Um, The next one that we, we are going to try to keep track of is what we are calling the Pretty Parade, um, which is uh, our breakdown of the wonderful fashion or like set design choices in these Hallmark films. Yes. I think the thing that's going to end up being the biggest portion of this are the coats for mm. all the ones that take place really from September to April. Yeah, I'd say that's um, accurate. Because all of these take place in locations where they have real seasons for sure the women especially have so many coats it's an insane amount of coats it's baffling because often these women travel in these movies and they yeah. still end up with you know upwards of like seven or eight coats in their traveling and it you know coats don't pack light ladies. no they really don't <laughs> and we we're podcasting to you from New York City, so we know seasons. We have coats for sure. I think total in all my different weights of coats, I might have six. Yeah, I think I might have something like that, but I only really wear two. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's there's only the few that you wear. And also, especially like winter, I have the one. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was given mine when my niece grew out of hers and she got it at Costco. But also just like, I, I bought a new coat this year because my, my coat was dying. But you know, it's like, okay, I spent over $100 on this coat. Because I legitimately can't go outside without it. You know what I just realized? That we're here talking about our winter coats. And I'm thinking about all the coats in these Hallmark movies. All of their coats are actually not very weather appropriate. There are some times when they do have puffy jackets. When they have puffy jackets, I agree. But they a lot of them wear more peacoat style and like trench coat style. But in like Maine. <laughs> I'm like that's not going to get you far. No, as far it's as it's really know. not. It's yeah, they're wearing they're wearing coats that look way too light. Are they often are not wearing like a scarf or they're never a hat? Well, if sometimes they wear hats, but they're wearing hats wrong. There was a, a, a Christmas movie with Candace Cameron, Br- um, <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure, where it was also comes from the Mabim Bam 
episode. Yes. Pasta we just poem. need to share. <laughs> um, there was an episode that she was in Alaska and she was sitting outside in a picnic in Alaska watching like Northern Lights without a hat on <laughs> in December. <laughs> and I was like, who? It, it, I've never been to Alaska, but I am going to assume geographically you need a fucking hat. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, when when they do wear hats in these movies, they wear them to be, like, cute, so they never cover their ears, which is kind of at least 50% of the reason for the hat. <laughs> my hair never looks good in the winter, because I wear hats all the time, straight down over my face. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I, I've stopped wearing hats quite as much, mostly because I tend to wear earphones, and I have those big, like, earmuffy earphones, so it sort of does the same thing. <laughs> I've been doing the thing where I'm wearing the earphones and the hat, and I look, like, ridiculous. <laughs> I look like a Peanuts character. My head is so big. But you know what? I want my head to be warm, and I want to listen to uh, Stuff You Missed in History Class. So, like, <laughs> sorry. This is the way it goes. Um, very, very true. The next um, segment that we have um, is supporting shout-out. Um, and this is really – where we want to highlight the supporting characters in these films because they don't get the love they deserve no. is really the answer. Often these characters are so much more interesting than the main characters. Most of the time. And just like don't get either the storyline or the props for being as amazing as they are. They usually are like, the best friend who has taken on, like, double or triple what they should have taken on, like, manages to keep their own life, maybe also finds love or mm -hmm. takes care of kids, is, like, the perfect employee. All of it. All of that. All of it. There was one, ep I don't, there was one um, test episode that Hannah and I did, I don't know if we'll ever air it, because, um, but where they were, they were, like, a they were in a, the film industry, and one of the cameramen was just that actor. Just took his role and like bioed the shit out of it. <laughs> like he had, there was this whole storyline that was there was never any dialogue. But if you were watching closely, it was like he had a whole storyline that he right. created. And he it was knew. Amazing. He knew this character's backstory for sure. And he was he was on point with all of his like reactions. So yeah. I think of it's people like him that make Hallmark movies nuanced yeah. and, also, and bold. And one of the first ones we ever tweeted was also just like watch, watching this woman be like the best friend and the mother and like crafties with the amazing crafts yeah. for children at the last minute. Just like the kind of thing where you're like, no, th if this person was real, they would be... I don't know, queen of the world. <laughs> well, like, you know, we, we've discussed often <laughs> that that uh, women in the Hallmark Channel have a lot more time than we do in real life. So. No, oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> the, their days are uh, conservatively... 72 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. I was going to say between 48 and 72 for sure. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, so that's that one segment. Um, our next segment that we um, would love that we are finding more and more of is we are la labeling um, across the universe. This yeah. is the probably the most complicated to explain, I would say. Yeah. Because this is across the Hallmark universe. And there are 
a couple different ways this will play out. I, can, I have an example on the Netflix universe sort of thing to kind of illustrate. So for those of you who have watched um, the Christmas Switch or uh, what is it, Christmas Prince or whatever, um, or what was called the Holiday Calendar. Let's do that. And they also do this in Christmas Switch too, the one with Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. So inevitably, the characters will sit down at their TV and turn on Netflix to then watch one of the other films that is being highlighted that holiday <laughs> season. And this has happened multiple times, I've found. Um, there was an episode of, uh, oh crap, I think it was Grace and Frankie, where someone was got up on their tablet and Stranger Things popped up. So oh. it's that sort of like meta this world is connected to that world yeah. in a very sort of strange way that's what we mean by across the universe yeah so it, it'll be either a, a callback to the makers of the film be it hallmark or netflix or etc or it will be something like a character name will be referenced from one movie into another mm-hmm. um or it takes place in the same town. Same town, that, but they're not the kind that are supposed to be related. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Evergreen Christmases. Or Merry Christmas too. Right. Like, <laughs> it, it's not overtly related. Um, or the other version of this is when a Hallmark – it's probably going to be mostly Hallmark, let's face it. A Hallmark actor staple – your Lacey Chabert's, your uh, Taylor Cole's, your Jen Lilly's, yeah. um, shows up in another movie, and somehow we connect it. Love, romance, and chocolate. The best friend in that was also the best friend to Lacey Chabert, who is the star in Love on Safari. Exactly. Um, those those so kinds of weird little like. That's funny. Um, also, just because we won't air the episode, but we really need to, you know, put it out in the world. Um, Are we going to talk about it? I think we have to. I'm so excited. So <laughs> there's a movie called Snow Coming for Winterfest this year. Um, and in which um, one of the characters really loves uh, books. She's in the library and she sees this girl reading a book and she goes over and asks the girl about it. And the dialogue indicates that this book is probably a pride and prejudice. It's probably a Jane Eyre. Cause she's talking about all this old language about women just trying to find rich husbands. But if you look at the book, the book says sealed with a kiss with S E A L all in caps, meaning it's about a Navy seal. This is uh, this is relevant because that is actually a book that was a Hallmark movie starring Sarah Rue in which she was a romance novelist and she had to interview a Navy SEAL for her next book as research. And it was called Sealed for Love and they fell in love with each other and the movie itself is called All for Love. So the book that this character wrote yeah. is in the library of <laughs> Snow Coming. So that was the first – that was where Across the Universe was born, I think, was – I feel like they yeah, we Yeah, we had – uh, just an epic meltdown <laughs> during that, like figuring that out. <laughs> Mind blown. Um, 
<laughs> um, in terms of other segments, um, we, we probably will keep we'll we'll keep it flexible. We have um, the we have a few other ideas like new and noteworthy of just something we wanted to point out of like oh this is this cool. is this is cool. We never thought of this. Blah blah blah. But that will show up only when necessary. Yeah. Um, and there may it may change. And if you have suggestions, let us know. Because we'd love to hear them. We would. Like, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, um, we uh, we will be saying, talking about whether or not these movies are um, worth it or not. We will be rating the kisses because that's what we're about is the kisses. <laughs> since uh, if they're going to be forever, they might as well be good or bad. And we'll tell you. Yeah. And uh, un- un- unfortunately, I don't think I've ever seen a 10. <laughs> Because we'll be rating them out of 10. It'll oh. be... Have you ever seen a 10? There was one movie. If it wasn't um, ever... If it wasn't Evergreen, like this, this, the the sequel, The Christmas at Evergreen, the, this past one, if it wasn't that one, it was with the same leading lady who I actually really like. Okay. There was one kiss at the end of that one that was like H-O-T. It was like, wow, I really hope that they had something going on behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> or they just had a lot of fun filming. Um, but I, I, I felt okay. some steam heat on that one. I'll have right. to remember I, what I, it was. I will – you know what? I haven't ever watched the Alexa and Carlos Penavego ones. So I wonder if they're any better because, you know, they are actually married and have at least one kid. All I can say is there are some times when you can watch these and, like, a few of these actors I know for a fact are gay and you can <laughs> – kind of telling the kiss when they are definitely thinking like ew, 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 ew. <laughs> oh, these are not the lips that I would like to be kissing <laughs> close your eyes and think of Henry yeah very much so <laughs> um, so we're just going to finish off this episode um, I guess you, you got to learn a little bit more about me and Hannah with this episode but is there anything that you want to impart on like who we are and who, what, why, and wherefore? <laughs> well, I just that like I've been a podcast listener for I don't know I think a solid fifteen years. Wow, I'm pretty sure I was definitely listening to podcasts at my job in college, and I graduated in 2008. Yeah, so maybe not 15, maybe more like 12, but like. It was definitely a long time. It's been a part of you. And yeah, and I love them. I love them. I listen to way too many. Um, I don't skip ever. Um, so I do have that problem. Um, you know, and I, sometimes I just wish, like, can you please stop the daily ones for, like, two weeks? Oh. <laughs> catch up. Um. <laughs> I was a little bit late to the podcast game, but it, it was because of Hannah and our mutual friend Jessica that they were like, Katie, you say that you like talk radio, like you would love podcasts. And so I finally got on the Stuff You Should Know train and, you know, it's been a ride ever since. Yeah, you um, know, the, the it, and it's weird because I feel like I don't listen to a ton of like, like I don't really listen to romancy podcasts. I listen to... Uh, you know, history or informational or true, true crime. crime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, though I, there there is something that I think I 
there is a real thing of like the overlap between romance and true crime, which I don't know if that should make us all really, really nervous or just we accept it. I think, <laughs> uh, no, I think that that's definitely part of the draw. I've learned, I've learned in some like psychology things that we are drawn to those things that we can't, that we, that we're not able to do. So these over lavish romances and these terrible terrible crimes the average person will never experience because right. that's just that's just not how life actually works for us thank god <laughs> um so i feel like those of us who like true crime are safe because we are we're interested because that would never we would never be able to do that yeah like, even though i know conan o'brien says he loves murder and he would like to either be murdered or murder someone i know he's not going to because he says it right <laughs> right that's very true maybe yeah. if i'm wrong and conan actually like murders someone i'm really sorry that i but you know right right just like date this february 17th 2019 yes we didn't know we didn't know <laughs> i'm sorry conan um and I guess we should just say, like, I what we've known each other for ten years, almost exactly. Has it only been ten years? Yeah, because I moved into that building in. Should we 20- talk about how we met? I guess so. So, I moved into a building in Harlem, and I was haunting that building <laughs> during that time. Yes, um, across uh, my. Uh, my I had two roommates at the time. One of them was this friend, Jessica, that we've already mentioned. And um, we moved across the hall from this other apartment. It was a, it was two apartments per floor. Mm-hmm. We moved into this apartment, and you were dating the guy across the hall. Mm-hmm. And um, we just became friends. Jessica was wearing a shirt of a comedy group that uh, Stella, that um, my ex-boyfriend had introduced me to. And I made that mention and they were like, oh, we moved into the apartment across the way. And we developed a friendship like all of us. Yeah. Spending hurricanes together and yeah, going, like, to see, going to Disney World together. Yeah. It's like real. But yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy with the connection. And, and Hannah and I just gel on so many different like we play the same stupid games on our phone we are part of a trivia team with my current love um the three of us <laughs> kick ass at trivia um we yeah. it pretty much she's the only friend i can talk to about these hallmark movies <laughs> <laughs> but we know we so know there's got to be other people out there who are like i want some friends who will talk about this in like you know I know this is bad for me and it's junk food kind of way. This is and the that's, junk food of TV. That's, yeah, it's the junk food of TV. And we we kind we know it's bad for us, but we are you know, it doesn't we're just not gonna diet on this. It's sort of like in the way that this is like stress eating feelings. Yeah. That we're watching these movies just to make ourselves feel better. We know that Reese's peanut butter cups are not good for our waistlines or our hearts or anything, but God damn it, they taste good going down. <laughs> so yes, this is these are the, the the Reese's peanut butter cups of of the podcast world. <laughs> I, I think that's it for yeah. this intro podcast. Yeah, so we hope you enjoy, and we'll be putting out our episodes, hopefully, what are we thinking, every week? You'll get them when you get them. <laughs> Don't rush us. 
I'm getting a degree, and Hannah's busy being social all about town. Oh, my God, so much. She sees the most theater of anybody I know. Um, thank you for bearing with us with this um, intro podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, you can follow our Twitter at One Kiss Means Forever. One and four are the numbers. And just thank you to flint pastors for our intro and outro music that we'll be using um and you can find his music at flintpastors.com or on spotify very good and if you uh want to email us or tweet at uh, we gave you the twitter already but our email is one kiss means forever at gmail.com all of the words spelled out with that one uh maybe someday we'll find consistency but today is that not that day <laughs> uh i'm katie i'm hannah and have a good one bye